0: Hey love, welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, Master Hairstylist turned Certified Life Coach. Today we have a juicy, juicy, juicy topic for you because guess what? Today is First Sunday and for those of you who are not familiar with First Sunday... For those of you who are just tuning in to my podcast, Lessons from Behind My Chair, let me tell you about First Sunday. When I prayed to God to bless me with a podcast um, in which I could help women become more, a place for us to talk about our stuff, I said, Lord, if you bless me to bring this Podcast into fruition. I promise you that I will devote every first Sunday to helping my listeners develop their spirituality. And so far, so good. I have kept my promise and I am thrilled that I am able to do that. So let's go ahead and dive into the first Sunday episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. But before I dive in, I do have a pop question for you. And the pop question is, are you using your faith to stay in the game? And listen, whatever your game is, your game could be to create a business for yourself and your family. Your game could be to um, develop your mindset Your game could be anything that you have a desire to do that's gonna require time, attention, sacrifice, and effort. And so my mission through this podcast is to encourage you to keep the faith in whatever it is you are pursuing. And I know some of you are saying, yeah, Angie, I get what you're saying, but sometimes it is so hard. Yeah, it is hard. I know it's hard. I go through it. You know, nothing worthwhile is ever going to be easy. It's going to encourage, it's going to take sacrifices, Is going to have its wall kicking moments. But the key is, to pace yourself. And through pacing yourself, you will find not necessarily that it becomes, e- the thing becomes easier, but you deal with it on a on a more, uh, on an easier level. You're able to accomplish more without getting stressed out. So yes, I know it's not easy, but I know that it becomes more and more doable and so a verse in the bible that i use to help me keep going when things seem like nothing is happening i refer to uh 2 timothy chapter 4 verse 7 and it reads i have fought a good fight i have finished my race i have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Now, there is a lot packed into that because when you talk about you have fought a good fight, what 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 is that? What does that mean? Well, for me, it means to do the right thing and to try and get others to do the right thing so that you can get the results that you working too so hard to get, and the second uh verse in that is, "I have finished my course because listen when when it's time when you set out to do a thing and you've gotten to the finish line, you didn't get there without sweat equity, you know. You got there because of your strength, because of your determination. You got there by something that was inside of you, not outside of you. Yeah, all the outside things help. But when it comes to finishing the race, you have to draw some power from within. And I believe that power is your God strength, because finishing, it involves execution. It involves doing the work. It involves, it, it sometimes involves going beyond giving it all that you've got. Because sometimes our, what we've got is just not enough. It involves deciding to do what is required no matter what and then when we get to the to the words i have kept the faith now that's what i'm talking about i have kept the faith because when you think about faith that means you're going on something that you haven't seen yet you're you're believing in something And going to a place that you've never, that you hadn't visited yet, you're going on the promise. And that involves you to continuously believe. That involves you continuously trusting and supporting your dreams. It requires believing in, trusting, and supporting others, even when it is difficult. It involves a lot of introspection. It involves a lot of passion and compassion. And it also involves um, having a community because here's the thing about community. A community helps you to, helps to keep you humble, but not only does it help to keep you humble, it also reminds you that you are not alone in it. It it reminds you also that you haven't arrived. Because within every community that I am have been and still is, and still is involved in, there are individuals in that community that have skyrocketed. So it reminds me that I haven't arrived. Actually, I don't think we ever arrive. Yes, we go from glory to glory to glory, from progress to progress to progress. But there's so much in us that we are not aware of because we are made in the image and likeness of God. And God is all that and a bag of chips. So that means we are all that and a bag of chips as well. And we don't ever arrive. There's always more for us to do, more for us, more growth for us, more more areas in which we are tearing down walls, tearing down prejudices, tearing down negativity. So we don't ever stop growing. We go from glory to glory to glory. And We need so much to make all of it come together. And so I want to encourage you to understand that, say, for instance, um, in 2 Timothy, it causes us to constantly check in with ourselves, check in to see where we are as it pertains to our goalposts it it helps us to it reminds us that faith has to be involved in the entire process i also went and looked at hebrew 11 and 6 and it says that without faith is it it is impossible to please god listen god doesn't need our pleasing but we need god to create uh, a sense of accomplishment within ourselves, because God allows us to do an internal measure of how far we've come and how much further we have to go. Because if without faith, we can't even be assured that we are going to meet, you know, reach our goal, reach that goalpost, because. Faith, according to Hebrew 11 and 1, noun faith, not the faith that created the thing last week, last month, last year, or the faith that's going to be required to reach it next year, two years, five years, but noun faith. The faith that you are in in the moment is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. So when When we are operating in now faith, there is this ever-present, ever-present feeling that it is already done, but it requires us to become different people. In other words, who do you have to become to experience that the faith of the things that you have hoped for? Now faith keeps in the forefront of us that we have to constantly become. And what we are hoping for is already there waiting for us. So let's become more. As and as it says in Mark 11 verse 22 through 24, have faith in God, because in having faith in God, we're having faith in ourselves. We are executing the faith in ourselves. And whatever you ask for, whatever we ask for in prayer, whatever we ask God for in prayer and belief, we shall have it. We shall receive it. And I know that sounds so simple, but that is why I ask you the question Are you maintaining your faith level to get to what you want? That is the question you have to constantly ask yourself. How is my faith level to achieve what it is I want? Now, let me give you just a few uh, steps, very simple steps to help you along in your faith journey. This is what, these are some of the steps I take to help me because yes, sometimes it is hard, but I assure you that it is doable because I believe that you came here with your purpose already in you. And it just takes, it takes you, it takes us learning a few things. It takes us experiencing a few things. It takes us going through the school of hard knocks. It does. But the fact that the purpose was in us from the beginning and our faith tells us that it is there waiting for us, it just gets me, it keeps me excited when I have challenges because I know on the other side of that challenge is a better Angie. It's a more enlightened Angie. It's a more evolved Angie. So here are a few steps that you can use to help you along your faith journey. First of all, read your Bible. Okay, I'm going to say that again. First of all, read your Bible. Bible in hand, eyes on words, and get busy reading your Bible. Spend time with God and also abide with God. Now, what, Angie, what do you mean by abide with God? When you abide with God, that means you Everywhere, every thought you have, everything you do, every physical thing you touch, you are in the consciousness of God. You are thanking him for all of your abilities. And it allows you, abiding with God, allows you to be more with God. And when you are doing things and you are... Honoring God as the head of that which you are doing, success is already yours. It's just a matter of you catching up with that. And number two, find practices that bring you peace and stay away from practices that create chaos. Now, don't get me wrong now. There are times when chaos, out of chaos, you can create something good. That's just like sometimes when there's a hurricane and you you see that wind moving, you can almost see the wind moving. You can, you can see it from the trees. You can see it from the debris that's blowing everywhere. And when that hurricane cane is over, there's a peace that passes all understanding. But what I want you to do, I want you to find practices that bring you peace. Because in peace, we can hear from God. When we're in a state of peace, we can hear from God and then we can we can activate what he says to us. And number three, lay it before God when you feel like, I, I don't know what to do. This thing is too hard. Nothing is working. I've tried and I've tried and I've tried. Just lay it before God. When you've done all that you can do, the only thing next for you to do is to stand. Lay it before God. Give it to God and allow him to do his perfect work in you. And number four, create and engage in a support system. As I said earlier, community is so so important because it keeps us grounded. It keeps things in perspective. It lets us know that we are not alone. It also lets us know that we have not fully arrived because there's always someone Who is more elevated? Who is more conscious than us? And when we are part of a community with those type of people, we grow. We we learn how to humble ourselves. We learn how to ask questions and we learn how to ask for help. And as a little side note, I want to say this. Once you've learned a thing, once you've studied a thing, then I want you to teach a thing. Because when you take on the mindset of teaching a thing, you will always be a student. Because being a student allows you to develop more, to grow more. Because you know at the end of that, you are going to be teaching more. Okay? Remember that. Teach what you know so that you will be a continuous student. Okay? I'll talk to you soon. Bye!